Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks and this is The Leader. A joint investigation by the Evening Standard and The Independent has found 21% of young people in London seeking work are without a job. That figure is five times the national jobless rate of 4.3% and comes despite job vacancies being at a record high. So to try and help fix the problem, The Evening Standard, The Independent and London Live have launched the Skill Up Step Up campaign to get more of London's young people into work. It's being backed up by Barclays. The bank has pledged £1 million to pay for training for young people. I'm joined by the Evening Standards campaigns editor and investigations editor, David Cohen. First of all, David, can you tell us about your research that led to the Skill Up Step Up campaign? Yeah, so I started looking at youth unemployment about eight months ago. And we started talking to Barclays back then because we thought that youth unemployment might be a problem come the end of the year. And so it has worked out. Young people, 16 to 24 in London, the unemployment rate is 21%. It's almost six times higher than the the unemployment rate of the next age group of 25 to 34-year-olds. So young people have who have suffered from the in, in the pandemic, from not getting the normal work experience they might have in their last few years of schooling, not socialising, having their their education disrupted, are now also facing being put at the back of the queue and being the first to be let go and the last to be rehired. Can you give us an idea of why the past 18 months to almost two years have been so tough for young people? We feel that young people were the least likely to be killed by the epidemic, but have taken the biggest hit in terms of their their life prospects. So for young people to not be able to come in to work at the, at the start of their work life is much more serious and problematic than somebody who's been doing that job for 20 years because young people need to be mentored. You know, the workplace is a mixing bowl. It's not just a place to do work. It's a place to socialize. The other problem is that, you know, the last two years of schooling, they weren't they weren't socialising, they weren't mixing with other young people. And we, we sort of take these things for granted, but actually teachers noticed a big difference when they came back to school, that they were six months, nine months behind where previous cohorts would have been. Now, the charity Springboard is one of five charities involved in the campaign. What was it about them that stood out? Springboard stand out because A, they're outstanding, B, they are plugged into the hospitality sector, which is where the the surfeit of jobs are. 
and what what we need is to get those young people who are far from the workplace who are applying for job after job who we talked to and interviewed last week some of them talked about applying for more than a thousand jobs and getting a handful of interviews and we tell the story today of Devonte. this is a young man with a very hard life ended up homeless at 15 after his mother died. I was going to school with my clothes in my bag. Didn't really find nothing with working at the job center. I was looking for jobs, looking for jobs, looking for jobs. Couldn't get none applying. Just wasn't really getting nothing back. Then one, one day my social worker said to me, there's a course for a few weeks and it's possible you can get employment after. They were three weeks that changed his life. Within two weeks of finishing Springboard, he had his first job and he has been employed at Compass now for the last year. And we caught up with him at the O2 Arena where he is now working both between front and back of house in hospitality. From where I was to where I am now, can I at least get up and say, look, I've got work. Look at the opportunities that I've seen. Worked at like the biggest places in the world, the O2. I would not have got that if it wasn't for Springboard. Now, the government did try to address the issue with its £2 billion kickstart scheme set up in September last year. Why hasn't that worked? So the government aimed to get 250,000 young people into jobs. They've done less than 100,000. So what the scheme did was that it said, if you employ a young person, we will pay you minimum wage and will cost you nothing. There was a missed opportunity because initially they didn't make it available to small and medium-sized companies, which was something they attempted to rectify, but by the time they did, some of the, the appeal, the impetus had been lost. One of the biggest problems is that it didn't really address this mismatch. So you've got young people who have a certain skill set, but it's falling short of what employers are requiring. And it didn't do what the likes of Springboard do, which is assess, evaluate each young person individually and say, where, where are you and where do you need to be? And let's provide the difference. So what will success look like for the Skill Up Step Up campaign? We are looking at least two metrics. We want young people to come in and sign up and do the course who are unemployed, disadvantaged and unemployed and get into work get onto that first rung of the ladder, get a job or an apprenticeship. And then secondly, we want employers to step up to the plate and help these work-ready young people, offer them jobs, offer them apprenticeships. And we, we all know the impacts of unemployment on young people, how it impacts not just their long-term chances, but also society. So we have figures from UK Hospitality which is looking at the moment just the lost productivity in London alone from the failure to fill these jobs is estimated at two billion. That's just hospitality, just London. So there is a benefit to the young people, but also what I'm trying to say is a benefit to society. There's more on this story in the Evening Standards newspaper and at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. 
The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.